The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. This series is an in-depth, through-the-Bible exploration with a focus on what the scriptures teach about the source and nature of authority. Before we join Pastor Greg for the start of the next sermon in the study, let me invite you to visit us on the web. The website address is www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's go into the Sunday message. Last time we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3 and 4, Paul writes, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age, and that's Satan, has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel, the good news of the glory of Christ who is the, the image of God, should shine on them. And we said that was what the gospel message that should be preached by every minister of Christ is given in verse 4, the good news of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. That light of the good news of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. And then verse 5, which is important to the Heavenly Authority series, for we, Paul says, for we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. How important that is to the New Testament understanding of authority. That any true minister of Christ, Paul says, we do not preach ourselves. The attention should not be on us. We do not preach ourselves. We preach Christ Jesus the Lord. And then he gives the wonderful explanation why. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. How? In the face of Jesus Christ. That's where salvation comes from. That's where the knowledge of God comes from. The light of Jesus Christ, the face of Jesus Christ, shining in our hearts. So how can we preach anything but Jesus Christ our Lord? And we avoid deception. We avoid misusing the word of God deceitfully. We avoid preaching ourselves and exalting ourselves because the gospel we preach is the gospel only of Jesus Christ. When we see him, we see the Father. If a ministry is showing you their leader, if you're being distracted by seeing some other face, it's not doing its job. The only face that should be presented to the people is the face of Jesus Christ because the only way we're saved, the only way we come out of bondage from Satan, the only way the veil is removed, 
The only way light is shined into our darkened hearts is through the face of Jesus Christ. And so Paul goes on to say in verse 7, but we have this treasure, this wonderful, precious pearl of great price, this good news. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We're clay. We're frail. You don't put your trust in any human man, in any human minister. You put your trust in God. God will use men. God will use men and women in the Lord to lead people to the Lord, to teach, to edify. But everyone, we're earthen vessels. We have this great treasure in earthen vessels. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. He never, ever fails. And Paul says that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. The power comes from him. It's not from his ministers. We are just earthen vessels bringing the good news of Jesus Christ. And then we went on to read in John chapter 3 how the Baptist was told that the one that he testified to is baptizing and all are coming to him speaking about Jesus. And John said, you yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. Verse 29, he who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. John is happy seeing people go directly to Jesus. He's not saying, gee, why don't they come to me and then I go to Jesus for them? He's not upset that he is not in the limelight, that though all the people have been coming out to him, now they're going out to this man, Jesus of Nazareth. He's rejoicing. He's the friend of the bridegroom, and the bride belongs to the bridegroom and nobody else. The church belongs to Jesus Christ and nobody else, no minister, no priest, no religious leader. And any true minister, when they see people going to Jesus, like John the Baptist, rejoices, and their joy is full. And then he says in verse 30, He, the Lord Jesus Christ, must increase, but I must decrease. And that is the attitude of any true ministry, any true service to the Lord Jesus and the gospel of God. When we started this New Testament section on the study of heavenly authority, we said that authority must be recognized in the body of Christ and that the Holy Spirit ordains different spiritual and organizational offices and ministries. And it must be recognized and it must be respected. But at the same time, all true believers are meant to be priests of God and servants of the new covenant, judging all things, having the mind of Christ, all believers. What do we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3? But we all with unveiled face. We all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, which comes from the Lord the Spirit, we all with unveiled face. 
And there is this narrow road of the truth of the New Testament church, not to go off to the left, not to go off to the right. There is this dynamic balancing of the principles, the principle of proper respect for God's servants and his work through them on one side of the scale, with the principle of not unnaturally exalting or lifting up an individual or a group into a position which only Messiah Jesus should hold. Let's look at the Lord's teaching in Matthew chapter 23. It's a key scripture to our study. Matthew chapter 23. In verse 1 through 7, verses 1 through 7, we get a glimpse of the religious system in Jesus' day in Israel. Matthew chapter 23 and verse 1. Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplace, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. Notice he's not telling the multitude He's speaking here to the multitudes and to his disciples, verse 1. He's not telling them to rebel against the Pharisees and the scribes. But he's speaking the truth of the situation, of the motivation of most of these men. And the Pharisees and the scribes taught the word of God. They believed in the Torah. They believed in the writings, the Psalms. They believed in the prophets. They believed in the resurrection of the dead, unlike all the different pagan teachings at that time that knew not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, unlike even the Sadducees who denied the resurrection, denied there would be a heaven, denied there would be a hell, that did not believe there were angels or spirits, as we're told in Acts chapter 23 and verse 8, who had taken and become so cold and hardened to God's word. The Pharisees held on to the word of God. They believed in it. And that's why Jesus said they sit in Moses' seat. And yet, even though they had the right teaching, they had the wrong motives. And what's said of them many times comes into the Christian church, even when the doctrine is right the leaders can have the wrong motivation. They say, they say it, but they do not do not do it. They don't do what they preach. They bind heavy burdens hard to bear. They take the true law of God and they add on to it so many traditions and so many obligations that are not of God that they make religion a burden rather than a joy to the people. 
and at the same time they don't lift a finger to help. Verse 5, all their works they do to be seen by men. They love to be seen by men. We have to break from the message at this point. If you would like to listen to the program again or other radio broadcasts in our archive, you can join us on the Internet at www.shiarjashub.org. You'll also find info on our church, including our church history and articles of faith. And Pastor will be adding insightful commentaries on the scriptures, current events, and creation science. Right now, there is an important article he has written on Christian responsibility, which we hope you take the time to read. The address again is www.shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. As always, we invite you to join us for Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. And you can write to us at Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Thank you for joining us for today's message, and we look forward to being with you next time as we study God's holy word on Shi'ar Jashub.